I'm looking forward no, to this I mean, one. No. You start like you sort of forget no. how many games yeah. EA have that you're excited uh, about, me, like Mass Effect. I, was a fan of Mirror's Edge, I really like Battlefield. Mirror's Edge is going to be there. The Star Wars Battlefront, and it's like Star Wars Battlefront. I'm so excited by so many games that I just listed that I'm well excited to see from EA of all people. Yeah, I think EA are massively. I think they're a lot nicer than they used to be. Yeah. They they're making a massive comeback. I think they get way too much shit compared to um, what they deserve now. They've done horrible, horrible things in the past. Yeah. <laughs> no one can. I think it's important not. Yeah. <laughs> destroying Origin and destroying Westwood Studios is just horrible. Not their, um, not their best move. For... Oh, Twitch track is taking ages to load. <laughs> oh, I'm lucky on stage of EA. Oh. He'll be there, man. It's fine. Oh, I think it's maybe started. Let me see. Oh. I think maybe Twitch is just. <laughs> there are 200,000 people watching. <laughs> the chat is going to be mental. <laughs> well, okay, the first thing they're showing is Star Wars Battlefront 3. <laughs> oh, okay. To stay as true to the films as possible, we went back to where it all began. Mm -hmm. Maybe I shouldn't bother with Twitch. Oh wait, nothing started now anyway, right? Well, yeah, they're, they're ah, talking about emotional experience. Yeah. It's just some people looking at models of old Star Wars stuff and being like, ooh, it's old Star Wars. Oh no, I can't see it. Who are you, wait, so what link are you on? I'm watching it on GameSpot. We went to the original movie locations, not just to capture the environment. Like the, it, it made it through pretty much the entire Microsoft press conference, and it only hitched once for like twenty seconds. So it was actually pretty good. Okay, we might do that then. We have an experienced team. These guys really into their Star Wars, and some of the best technology in the industry. My internet's not very good here. Oh, but yeah. above all, it is our passion for Star Wars that will bring this legacy to life like never before. I'm, I'm, I'm planning to start playing The Witcher 2. <coughs> yeah. I started downloading that and that took about up a day and a bit. <laughs> do or do not. Oh, do I need to put headphones on? Uh, there's not that much echo. It's not bad. Oh cool, GameSpot has some chat on it anyway. Yeah, chat's everywhere, man. <laughs> I feel like this press conference is quieter than the last one. I might turn up the audio from it a bit. So thanks for joining us today, and thanks to the team at DICE for starting us off with a look at one of our most ambitious new games, Star Wars Battlefront. Wasn't really a look, really. Just a lot of looking at people making a game. We've got a dozen new experiences that are being built that? by creative teams. They said the like, thanks for an exclusive look at Battlefront 3, but it was just like the back of people's heads whilst they were, were doing the show a little making so models and stuff. It's like, we've <laughs> got games here today that are just a few months from being done, 
and with okay, others, we turn it down to standard definition. We'll see early designs, concept visuals, and raw prototypes. <laughs> Everyone on the game spot. Chat is really pissed off about this guy. <laughs> interesting worlds. Just going about how he's a douche. He does have the look of a massive twat. Thoughtful reflections on what's inspiring the future from some of our most passionate creative leaders. Everything we've got for you here today is tied together by a common thread. A commitment to put our players first. A commitment to create amazing games. Games that connect, inspire, challenge and entertain us. A commitment to lead with creativity and innovation. Imagining new ideas for a new generation. And a commitment to listen to Why is this guy talking? It's about putting the games into your hands and inviting you to help us make them better. Who is he? This is the foundation uh, of the guy. And the inspiration behind it's, Every single time I watch E3, today. it makes you just think how awesome Reggie is. <laughs> it's really hard to not be a dick. <laughs> yeah. And, and speak on these kind of stages. And then an early the guy from Microsoft called Phil Spencer. He's pretty cool. Because he, like, he used to just be sort of the games guy. But then they promoted him to like head of Xbox. So now he's like in charge and he's always been like the nice one. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, my lucky. This woman's playing an electric cello. What's she. What are you doing, EA? I like electric cellos. Well, how do you feel about women playing them at E3 while Dragon Age plays in the background. Is that Dragon Age? Yeah, Dragon Age 3. They're not... Who, who's, it, who's doing the one about uh, Mordor? Shadows of Mordor? Um, not sure, actually. Will that be Ubisoft? I don't know. Either way, we didn't see it at Microsoft, so... It's probably a pretty good chance Sony nabbed that one for their press conference. If it's not EA or Ubisoft. Just telling Florian about what's going on. I'll oh, get Florian in. I have asked him, he said in a bit. Alright. Florian will definitely win us the, uh, the woman listeners with his sexy voice. <laughs> I'm trying to ask Toby oh we need Liam yeah I'm hoping Liam will be on when you text Liam I don't know if I've even still got the right number for Liam it really, it really speaks to how exciting this Dragon Age footage is that we're just talking about anything else but that I'm quite excited by um I'm quite excited by uh, Dragon Age, but yeah. I mean, it's just watching footage of games like this is just uh, whatever. Wow! All the fields. I gotta settle down. That was beautiful. Thank you for the opening. Okay. All the fields. Next generation of Bioware games, where we'll combine powerful narratives with expansive open-world gameplay, so you can explore and discover with more freedom than ever before. In Dragon Age Inquisition, oh, cool. you step into a world in the brink of chaos as the Inquisitor. Your past and motivations are shrouded in mystery, 
the choice in how to proceed is yours. You'll assemble a team of unique... I prefer open-ended RPGs. Against the forces of evil. Open world, I mean. You'll become legends yeah, me too. You'll have a choice in how you lead your team into the heat of battle. And we're going to give you a taste of that today. Hmm. One way to approach combat puts you right into the heat of the action. As you're about to see, playing this way gives you the ability to How about, instead of saying you're about to watch you us play the game, to help you succeed in battle show us the against game. the apex predator of our world, <laughs> a high dragon? <laughs> right. I suppose this is Dragon Age. It's okay for it to have dragons. It's not just copying Skyrim. No. It, Dragon Age was out before Skyrim, wasn't it? So technically... Yeah, yeah exactly. Like <laughs> <laughs> Skyrim, and they were like, we, a new fantasy game is coming out, and it has dragons. It was like, oh. <laughs> right, well this doesn't look like Dragon Age at all. No. So is it not turn-based at all there? No, they, they changed the combat system for Dragon Age 2. So it was basically like this, more action-y. I thought Dragon Age 2 was, was more action-y, but you could turn it into turn-based mode. Because it was like technically turn-based, but you could like pause it all the time and then... Uh, I that didn't hear Dragon that. I thought Dragon Age 2. Hmm. Dragon Age 1 definitely was not like this. <laughs> I, thought, I can't remember then. I thought I thought I got to the end of Dragon Age 2. Well, we need Toby here. Did he? Yeah, he loved Dragon Age. It's like his, he just loves it now, so much. Another okay. way to approach <laughs> combat is to use the tactical camera. There we go. More powerful than ever before. This mode removes time. Yeah, okay, here we go. That makes sense. Battle. Yeah, this is it. You position your party on the field, issue orders, and take ultimate control. Ultimate control. You an action or tactical approach, these heroes won't just fight beside you across our expansive, beautiful open world. They are true companions with their own stories to discover. I want to leave you with a first look at some of your team of heroes. Okay, I'll just write down on Skype the ending of his number. See if you've got the same one. Oh yeah, he's, he's already texted me back. So. Seems like he's going to be around. So we'll get all kinds of ethnicities. Well, I'm Chinese as well. No. You just have those people. No. I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty excited by Dragon Age. I love Dragon Age. I was enjoying the first one for a while. I never completed the second one. You had to make a decision, and I couldn't handle the decision. <laughs> Oh, man. I remember getting to the, it's the very, the very last bit of the final battle. You had to decide if you wanted to do something, and I just, I was just like, nope, not deciding this one. Never gonna play this game again. Yeah, the tactical mode. Like I remember playing it on like one of the harder difficulties, mm -hmm. and man, the tactical mode was so hard because like all your spells did um, friendly fire damage. Yeah. So it just it just was so complicated. Ah, oh, it was awesome. Oh. Oh. Signal loss detected. That's not what you want. 
That's definitely not what you want. Someone somewhere in the world just Interact. nearly collapsed yeah, with panic. <gasps> As we start designing the next Mass Effect game, Fucking we start Mass by fans what they want. I love the music. What Mass Effect means to them. One of the things that fans have told us most about what they want in the next Mass Effect game is to go somewhere new and to move forward. New places, new characters, um, new people to fall in love with. We're taking you to a whole new space. Uh, that little bit so of music. That you can just kind of continue on to the horizon. There's more and more experience for the player to enjoy. <laughs> awesome, isn't it? So good. The other side of the galaxy. I really doubt that. They've asked their fans what they want, and everyone said they want new places. They want, they want their decisions to make an impact on the ending. Fantastic. Yeah. That's what we've seen these characters. <laughs> While the Montreal studio is working on the next Mass Effect game, our team here in Edmonton is developing a completely new IP. It's a chance to have clean sheet design and start from the most fundamental principles you can have. We want to take on very contemporary Still playing the Mass Effect music, though. Build a world that is yeah, and we'll have all the same characters as well. Nearly everything you've done before. But they'll have exact same personality steps. Yeah. Yeah. The they'll be the one that tells you its emotion like beforehand. Like. <laughs> the other one that puts itself in the third person. I like that, though. Changing. This yeah, is what the world awesome. is doing right now. Come and play. At Bioware, we're building worlds and journeys for the next generation. How far can we go with these new games? Wait and see. Again, didn't show us anything. We saw an angry Krogan, but I'm Rachel Franklin, that's and I'm excited every to introduce Krogan. you to the next generation of The Sims. What? Yeah, that's, that's not an authentic Sims reaction. Have real personalities, and the stories you'll tell about these Sims will be entertaining. Meaningful and sometimes a little weird. In previous games, you controlled the mind and body of your Sims. In The Sims 4, for the first time, you control their hearts. What? That's not. Here we are in our creative Sim, where you decide what your Sims look like. And brand new to The Sims 4, at a certain point, are. the Sims are just going to control themselves. The traits and, and they'll be like, this game, you don't even need to emotions, control your sims. How they behave and how they and they'll tout it as a feature. Sims. So you can play a who loves literature. Or a romantic nature lover with a touch of insanity. You have so many possibilities at your fingertips. So many sims to create. The Sims 4 features live Did you ever play The Sims? Neighborhoods. Yeah, of course I did. I got the, um, the Sims, was it The Sims 3 in uh, a Humble Bundle one time, I think. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. It's The Sims. Uh, that was like, yeah, that was like the start of EA sounding quite good. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a Humble Bundle. You can tell how your Sims are feeling at a glance. Happy. Depressed. Energized. So let's meet Chuck. I've made him a hothead, so he's already prone to flying off the handle. And I can push him even further. So today he's really fired up and he's working out those abs. Well, how did I get him into this state? It all kicked off last night when I introduced oh, this is Chuck unbearable. To Gladys, his rather eccentric neighbor. 
I made Chuck recite some of his poetry, but I haven't leveled up his skills yet, and frankly, his poems suck. So this is when the power of our simulation comes into play. Personality drives behavior, creating richer stories. And in this case, Gladys hates Chuck's poems so much, she decides to get physical. His poetry was so bad, she had to <laughs> kick the shit really out of him. She had no choice. <laughs> He's a little bit upset by the place of And he's so muscly as well. He could just kick the crap out of her. So it looks like it's working. The neighborhood's shown up, and Chuck is now feeling playful. He's cracking jokes, he's becoming the life of the party. Uh oh, here's Gladys, and she's still looking for a fight. Her foul mood is affecting everyone else. Oh, people are so dumb. Dose of fun to this party, and I know just how to do it. I leap into the all-new gallery to look for something special. It's full of wonderful homes and sims created by other players, and for the first time, you can share their sims complete with their full personalities. I can bring another player's sim straight into my game. It's that simple. So, ladies and gentlemen, meet Princess. Now the party. Oh man, there's going to be so many penises. Just dance moves, nothing huh? but penises. <laughs> there were so many penises in Spore. So many giant, massive penises. Because <laughs> you get the epic creatures as well, so they'd be huge. Yeah. Or like whole planets full of like cities full of those and all flying penises. That guy just died of laughter. The Sims 4 is unlike anything we've ever made. These new smartest are full of personality and humor. And the possibilities when you play with life are simply endless. We invite you to create it your feels own like weird stories. They've on spent about seven. 20 minutes on the when Sims. When play with the next generation <laughs> of the Sims. Yes. It looks the same. <laughs> same, same as before. Welcome to a world of exceptional. And now let's have a Sims trailer. Where Sims with new you know how much you just enjoyed that Sims 4 stuff you just watched. The first time. How about a Sims 4 trailer? Big personality. You create them. You control them. And also, how about if the trailer contains just everything that woman just said? They are friends. Again. They are family. They are neighbors. <laughs> These are all new Sims. Create their stories and play with their lives like never before. It's weird, like um, the Sims continuing, the Sims and SimCity continuing past. What's his name? Um, well, Sid Meier's. No. Be formless, shapeless. Obviously. Now you put water into a cup. It becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle. It becomes the bottle. Need Liam here. Now water can flow, or it can. Mine has massively stopped, so that's all right. That was it. We're right. Oh Water, shit! Yeah. My Sid Meier's someone else. You know the Gracies were, were were founding fathers of the actual UFC, but I think the sport of mixed martial arts was started by Bruce Lee. I think he was one of them guys that made martial arts mainstream um, before the UFC, before you know any of this stuff was about. Guys wanted to be Bruce Lee. Just a magnificent, extremely powerful being. He's someone that. 
that I strive to to be like, you know, and it, it just makes you feel powerless because no one's going to be like Bruce Lee, no matter. My cousin is dating a girl how much you know, who is you the granddaughter of a guy who trained with Bruce Lee. Okay. He like worked in movies with him. That's pretty crazy. Ordinarily, what? I would agree with pretty much anything John Jones has to say about fighting. After all, he is the UFC light heavyweight champion, and I am a five foot eight game developer that shouldn't be in his weight class. But he did get one thing wrong. <laughs> this year in the A Sports UFC, anyone can be like Bruce Lee, virtually speaking, of course. And whether you're playing as Bruce Lee or John Jones or GSP. The team at A Canada has been working hard for two years to make it the most awesome experience we possibly can. So let's jump into a, the fifth round of a battle between Bruce Lee and the prodigy BJ Penn and see what I'm talking about. You can see both fighters are rendered in tremendous detail and the effects of the previous four rounds are evident on their legs, their midsections, and their faces. It looks really good. It does. Have you ever played any of the UFC games? Yeah. The very really first good. one they brought out was uh, was pretty fun. Um, but then stuff like submissions is really shit. Because they just turn into mini games, and it's not. Interesting. He's See? Oh, yeah. locking in what's called a mounted triangle solution, yeah. which I'm sure sounds like a lot of fun, but trust me, it's not. But Bruce Lee is no slouch on the ground. I like Res WrestleMania 2000 is my favorite. It's not the same sport though, Jamie. The problem I have with most fighting games, I don't know if you've seen like this, is it's all about like doing like loads of combos. Uh -huh. Whereas like with WrestleMania, you there was just loads of different moves you could do, and there's loads of different combinations of things that would do a particular move. But it meant that you felt like you were doing the actual move. So if you wanted to clothesline, clothesline someone, you clothesline someone. Whereas in all the other ones, you were like building up combo points and then you press a button and suddenly he'd do all these moves for you. Yeah. Oh, it's really boring. I didn't like that. UFC is not quite that bad. That's why Smash Brothers is so good. Because Smash Brothers, like, you have complete control over what your character does. I like that. Exactly. That game looks amazing. You have. And I love it. 100% of the time, you know exactly what you can do and what you need to do. And you can Everyone's do it. been asking me yeah. the same question. Rather than just like option combos and franchise building up combo points. Oh, yeah, it's like the, it's the reason I don't like um, like Street Fighter is because like you know you'll somebody will be a distance away and you'll be like right in this situation I should do a fireball to hit them from a distance. But then doing a fireball is not guaranteed because he has to do a little back-forward triangle or whatever the fuck it is. Whereas in Smash Brothers, it's like somebody's a distance away, press B. And it's just like it frees you up to, uh, to think tactically. I don't know, the original Street Fighter... Because the later ones are all about combos, but the original Street Fighter, the, the things you had to do were so simple that it felt like you were doing the same thing as Smash Brothers. Well, I think the later ones were way more, and again, the later ones is all about combos. I hate combos, really. Like, obviously, actual combos are cool, like when you do it so that you string two moves together that happen to help each other and do something awesome. 
But it's yeah. just when you're like, you just you get to a certain level of combo points because you've hit in a certain number of orders, and then the big finisher happens. Oh. Did you see the um, the Assassin's Creed demo on the? Max no, that sounded awesome. Multiplayer. Unity. That sounded awesome. I was seeing it vlog. I didn't actually watch it. What was it like? It looked really good. And it was cool to watch, but it was one of those things where I know I wouldn't have fun playing it. It seems that the trend in all the Microsoft ones is all about co-op. Yeah. Four-player co-op, online co-op seems to be the big thing. Nothing wrong with that. It makes sense, because everyone is all about multiplayer, not about single-player games anymore. Yeah. And co-op sort of bridges that gap, where you can still tell a story, but still... ...have loads of microtransactions. Yeah, I don't know if Assassin's Creed is the best Thank you to the uh, avenue for it, though. Two new well, we'll see what they do with it, really. Tell you what they do with now, it. Make it shit, all, like all the other Assassin's Creeds. Are you excited by Shadows of Mordor? No. Is that too Assassin's Creed? Way of about speed it today. just doesn't look. I don't think it looks very good. I don't know. Fun, I'm a bit jaded. <laughs> we are changing the way we create. New tools and new ways of working allow us to explore more game ideas than ever. With this, we can bring a new feature, level, or environment to life in a matter of days. Really not interested in ice hockey. And I couldn't be less ready. interested in ice hockey. Now, some of these ideas will work and others won't, but the ones that make it into our games will be awesome. Who better to show you what I'm talking about than the guys at Criterion Games? They know a Criterion. thing about speed. Now listen, we don't typically show things this early, and let's be clear, this is early. But it's also very cool. And let's be honest, we all know that there's no way we could keep this a secret anyway. I bet you wish he had some charisma. That would be really good. At Criterion, we come from a world predominantly experienced through cars. What's this? It's time for us to explore new adventures. I don't know. Criterion make burnout, so that's, what that, could be. that would have been my guess, but it looks like fucking helicopter so metal. It's all about experience. <laughs> Our history is in cars, going really fast and taking big risks. High action, kind of physical, speed, danger, huge crashes. Crashing's cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new era for Criterion. We've reinvented our office. We've taken away <laughs> well, the, the whole team now is really agile and able to work together in really flexible ways. Occasionally we work from the pub. <laughs> when we're ready for build review, we get in front of the screens and we play the game. Play the game, figure out a new change that needs to be made, build it, and then within about five minutes, play the game again. Because in our experience, the more times we go through that, just the better the game gets. So this new IP gives us the ability to move beyond cars, which is just so exciting. We've got ATVs, we've got helicopters, we've got boats, we've got wingsuits, we've got parachutes. Crazy combinations of vehicles jumping over each other, through each other, under each other, tied together. What's the most exciting thing I can do in a plane on a jet ski? There's not a single vehicle that we've talked about that I don't find exciting. 
really been inspired by what we've seen people sharing in the real world, that the first-person views, the movies that they take are almost like athletes' point of view. We've absolutely been influenced by all the amazing action footage that people are capturing and putting on YouTube. This is a first-person We're not going to take you out of that, so if you get in a vehicle, you're going to climb in the vehicle. Your hands are actually going to touch these things. And it means an expanded landscape. So many different types of terrain that we've never been what able to explore is it about um, racing or is it about like Burnout, looking at the vehicles and the Burnout are racing games with really sort of the emphasis on the crashes being awesome. So it's just you go incredibly fast. You win points for doing like good crashes or good stunts, is that right? They have, yeah, they have modes like crash mode where it's kind of like a puzzle thing where you have to try and figure out how to make the most... Property damage. Criterion is looking at oh, okay. And they're awesome. But I don't know what that game will be. That looks mental. So today I want to share a couple of cool things coming out of the Sports. What about golf though? What about golf, Jamie? What about golf? I thought you don't really need it now we've got GTA 5. Isn't that like the ultimate golf game? Um, I guess, kind of, yeah. <laughs> That's what I heard. I heard it was just so well done. And the tennis game. It's like you don't really need any more tennis or golf games. <laughs> just doing GTA. <laughs> I still haven't played GTA 5. Really? Well, I don't have an Xbox. Well, I do. Why don't you just... Uh... Wait for it to be on PC. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be out on PC. Maybe. They made a comment about PC gamers stealing things all the time, so they don't want to go on PC. <laughs> I don't know if that's true anymore, though. I don't feel like it is. Not with Steam sales and everything. Yeah, I suppose PC gamers probably don't pay 40 quid for a game, though. Wait, what? They're playing golf on a battlefield. You're course. like you'll always win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, that'd be more interesting to me if it was just all that. You see the South Park episode about golf games? I don't think so. And yes, you it's can um, Tiger Woods, EA it. Tiger Woods Sports, and it's just uh, Tiger Woods' us. wife beating him up all the time, now cheating let's on talk her. About Madden. Gamers have been each other in golf clubs. They want defense to be more <laughs> that fun. happened. Yep. And we get okay. Funny. Defense is nearly half the game. Pretty, pretty funny. With Madden NFL 15, we're transforming your experience like on the defensive part. side of the ball. <laughs> like Let's start with your perspective. When you're playing defense, it makes sense to have the camera behind you. So we've introduced some new defensive cameras that'll allow you to read and attack the offense right in front of you. Next, if you're a defender and you get locked into a block. That's no fun. Now you Have you played any Amer this, the American football games? You choose the direction Not for years, no. It doesn't seem like American football games will be as good as actual, like, FIFA. You could push him forward yeah. Because I feel like really a lot of it will be just mini-games. Because I think mean, American football seems a lot to do with actually physically being stronger. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Because um, oh. it's kind of turn-based as well. It's not very exciting. A tiered tackle cone makes it easier to zero in on the ball carrier and set up the appropriate attack. Conservative tackles are the most reliable, giving you the greatest chance to take down your opponent. Or you can take a risk with an aggressive tackle, but it'll take more skill. Up close, you can pull off a big hit. Further away, you can dive towards the ball carrier to stop him in his tracks. Look, I could go on and on about all the defensive improvements in Madden 15, but here's the point. 
you're going to have more control on defense than ever before. Now, instead of feeling like a liability on defense, you're going to have a lot more fun. We also want you to feel the intensity of the NFL. So we've added hundreds of new player emotions and reactions. These play out in real time on the field, replacing old scripted scenes. And we've paired them with a new set of dramatic presentation cameras, all directed by an Emmy award-winning cinematographer from NFL Films. <laughs> If you watch NFL Films like I do, you know they're oh, the in the world. That's the problem with the EA stuff. Just loads and loads and, and loads of sport games every year. Yeah. They're touting like camera angles as an improved feature. We asked some guy about how our camera angles could be not as shit. The better defense thing I can understand as a thing, but. Let me tell you a story about the other side of the ball. Since the beginning, they've always been the last line of defense. The protection, the safety net. But the best defenses aren't just a net. They become more than that. Way more than that. The steel curtain. The fearsome foursome. And now the legion of boom. They all had one thing in common. They shut down their rivals by imposing their I assume so, yeah. Make that transformation. He's too big in the US. No, but he's big every other country on earth. <laughs> yeah. Give them an inch. Now it's in your hands. So what are you gonna do? Oh, yeah, the chat's all talking about people. Madden. NFL 15. If we're going to do MOBA, we don't just want to clone. <laughs> If we're going to do MOBA. Nothing about FIFA at all. We put it That's in crazy. the players' hands at a very early stage, and we were just kind of like, we're going to build this in front of you guys, and whatever you tell us about this, we are going to hear it, whether we like it or not. It's just a constant dialogue with our players, and Dongate is constantly getting better for it. MOBA stands for multi-user online battle arena. Literally, that's true of every MOBA. Yep. And by focusing on a different meta game, that's what LOL did. Yeah. What are you talking about? The game that they're showing in this as well looks so much like LOL, it's actually kind of stupid. Even Dota is not... Dota 2 is not a clone of Dota either. It's, yeah. All of them took the core of what it was in any position in the game when we set out to make Dongate, really what we wanted was was the money that lol fucking <laughs> has sewn up the that, that you want a piece of you scumbags a massive epic story arc that's really just kicking off <laughs> that's the thing the that we need to to turn over game what we need is more story like yeah you know, that's to be part of a consistent story arc <laughs> A little spirit wisp dude. I love the design of that guy. Big guys with axes and armor and skulls. I like that a lot. So I like supports. 100% the best. I like making supports and playing supports the best. I really like that we have a whole section of the world that's devoted to badass bookish nerds. And I like books. Dude, if you can't geek out about something, uh, uh, we're probably not going to have a good time hanging out. 
We built this team specifically to make this game, right. to make Dawngate. We're a group of hardcore MOBA players, so we knew if we were going to make something awesome for our players, it had to be awesome for us. The sky's really the limit. Dawngate has right. been Well, that said absolutely nothing whatsoever. Yeah. We make games and we're going to make a game. We're going to make a game that's good for the players. What we really care about is players having a good time in our game. <laughs> now we know what we're EA, so you may not be expecting us to say this, to but players <laughs> might enjoy this. Well, it's really an amazing time <laughs> to be playing games. Every year at E3, I'm inspired what is up with that suit? This <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you come to an event like this and wear that suit? I also like the conversation. It must be leather lined inside, right? For it to look that way. Of like leather sort of lapels. We hope you like what you've seen so far today. And now listen, I'm a little biased, but I think we're doing some pretty cool stuff. This guy is a massive challenging us to create the best, most amazing. Oh my god, he's so hateable. They so always are. Like they just don't do very well at EA. sorry, at E3. What's inspiring the new games you'll see down the road. This is our commitment to put players... Because Palmer Lucky, I think Nate, Brandon, John Carmack and Palmer Lucky are all quite good. Okay, this is cool. Oh, does this mean it's not going to be a VR Mirage Edge? is about mastering the environment. And Mirage is about faith. Here's where I started. The simplest building blocks of faith. And that would be the white, the red, the blacks. Of course, we kept the glove. That in itself is iconic for her. The silent tone of the game implies that everything we do needs to be elegant, minimalistic, and it has to have a certain attitude. Where we use colors, the accents are very specific and controlled. That's where the attitude comes from. Uh, her body needs to reflect her life. What she does. Uh, the Chinese person on the show. Oh, I see what you've done there. Freedom of movement. Yeah, it's being racist. Good one, Jamie. Oh, it's nice to have your racism immortalized on the internet. Admire her independence, her integrity, her daredevil ways. She's a runner. She's very strong. The overall look should give them a sense that, well, you shouldn't mess around with faith. Mirror's Edge is a game that's focused very heavily on movement. We've had ah. parkour artists come in, talk to us. They can teach us a lot about the moves uh, that we have in the game and how we can also expand on it. Oh, okay, oh. yeah. <laughs> no! I think I was a few seconds behind you, so it took a few seconds to, to go. I can't believe we had to sit through like 35 minutes of The Sims. But as soon as it's Mirror's Edge, cuts out. I think we got to the end of Mirror's Edge. I think I need to play that again. I think I have a copy from when we used to live together. I yeah, I've got it. It's probably Steam. yours. <laughs> got on Steam now, anyway. Do I have it? I might have it on Steam as well. I've not checked for a long time. That was a game I really wanted to play on the PC because like having high res is so much better. Yeah. Because such a pretty game. That I mean it's I, I think I would want it on an HD TV rather than on a laptop screen though. And I definitely, definitely use a Xbox controller for it. Controversial. I want to get the Xbox One controller. Star Wars, the 
belongs to everyone who loves this oh, amazing God, universe. We've all me. grown up with it. Ah, the pleasures of the internet. What should I do? Uh, I guess we try Twitch. I mean, we've already probably missed it, but. Problems with uh, watching things live. No. Oh shit! I might have to adjust my audio as well. Twitch wasn't working for me. Team, we've created a game that lets you feel okay. the emotion. Twitch is working for like me now. Never before. You now they're talking about FIFA. Today. Emotion touches everything. Oh, we missed the Yeah. Incredible visuals that blur the line between the virtual and the real. Why would they the separate FIFA from the EA Sports the bit? Players now have memories. They will show their emotion based on the context of the match, from the ecstasy of triumph to the agony of defeat. It's a level of creative expression as a game Ooh. developer we've only ever dreamed of, but now it's alive in FIFA 15. Our player control we'll put the settings to low. new level of player personality and responsiveness to the game. Oh dear, adverts. sprint and explode out of turns. And our new ball physics system models movement depending on loads and loads of penises in the chat. It's creating astonishingly realistic trajectories and spins. So many penises. Oh god. Feel the physicality of the sport in man-to-man battles. Full body defending. So many. Session tackles fundamentally change the way you compete for the ball. And we have created the next generation football player. Oh, there's some people on the chat calling it a soccer game. What? You'll not only feel what? their athleticism, Why would they do that? you'll see it too. What's wrong with people? FIFA 15 will have Every so often on the Twitch chat, some people try and like, write a whole paragraph. The <laughs> There's no way I'll ever be able to read that. No. In these iconic theatres of sport, witness the sights and sounds that make you feel just like you're there. On the pitch, boots will leave their mark. Hard slide tackles will tear the turf, and kits will get dirty. Ad boards animate, corner flags will move, right. and goal frames clatter on impact. <laughs> the entire stadium is alive and packed with emotion. Oh man, they just have, like, they're out of ideas, aren't they? Yep. This year, the corner flag will move. <laughs> like, this is literally what you just said. Football. Much more news to come before we launch this fall. This year, you will feel the game. <laughs> when you can... Scuffs will be seen in the, the grass. <laughs> ah, cool. That's what I've been wanting. This is our stage. Jeez. Twitch is very shaky. Others Ooh. were adopted, but we're all connected. If you don't believe we're family, you haven't felt what we felt. Agony, tension, heartbreak. But that moment, when it comes together just right, words cannot describe. But this isn't fiction. This is real life. Our life. The stages are real. We can feel them, experience them. They come to life. 
These leading men take the ball, take the man, and take their place as legends. <laughs> People on Twitch are saying that sports games are a dying breed of games. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. There's loads and loads of people who only play sports games. Yeah. I know I want, many of them. <laughs> I wonder if that person has ever actually played sports games. Yeah, that person lives in a weird bubble where they know absolutely no other people. Because I probably know like 10 people who play games and half of them buy FIFA every single year. Without oh, no. fail. Like, oh no, not nothing, nothing else. I've got some friends with it, just nothing else apart from people. Yeah. Like, it makes sense, like people... Like, when you think about how many people used to get really into table football... Yeah. FIFA's a lot better than table football. And the thing is as well, like, they actually put loads of effort into FIFA. Like, yeah. it's just been improving year after year after year. Yeah. Actually, kind of impressive. Yeah, the other one is. What's the other one? Um, Pro Evo. Yeah, that seems to have died off. Yeah, no one really cares about that. Is this going to be the new battlefield? Man, watching this just makes me like remember why I don't care at all about AAA games. <laughs> Like, even Dragon Age Inquisition, it's like, it's okay, I'm quite excited by it, but... I love Battlefield games, though. You do? I'm well into my Battlefield. So hopefully they'll have some actual stuff to show. Today we're introducing Battlefield Hardline. It's a new game that puts you right in the middle of the war on the streets between cops and criminals. When Carl Magnus and I first met several years ago, we talked about what would eventually become Hardline. He loved Dead Space, and I was playing a ton of Battlefield 3. We started to think about ways we could work together. We talked about expanding Battlefield to new worlds with new weapons and new ways to play. Three years later, and here we are today. Cops and criminals, good guys versus bad guys, this is the foundation of Hardline. Hmm, that is really different. Now we're always yeah. exploring new directions for the Battlefield franchise. <laughs> new directions. Only if the ideas make for great games, and only <laughs> if we have really passionate yeah. teams that want to build them. And of course, whatever we build needs to, stay, needs to stay true to Battlefield's core values. So Steve and his awesome team at Visual started out by building uh, Endgame, which was actually one of the X for Battlefield 4. Sorry, Battlefield 3. Uh, they learned what fans love about Battlefield multiplayer, which is team play, strategy, lots of vehicles, open battles, and of course, destruction. And of course, hearing people this talk about it also well instead of just showing you. And are bringing a fresh approach to Hardline's campaign. It's much yeah, more like Reggie. Don't mind Reggie talking loads. No. something a lot of a <laughs> traditional shooter. But of course, at the, at the core of every Battlefield games needs to be an amazing multiplayer experience. Now let's check out some of the gameplay footage from a 32-player match in Heist. This is an all-new mode where the criminals... Oh, I thought it was, this game was only going to be 4v4 stop them. for some reason. So let me paint a picture for you. I don't know why. It's a normal yeah. day in downtown LA. 16v16. hell breaks loose. Alarms are going off. An armored truck has been taken out. SWAT teams are swarming the scene. You'll see this 16 v 16. Perspective. Yeah. This is I thought Battlefield is normally bigger than that. It is, but this is like a, a look. 
they're trying to like focus it for this specific game. Because if it's if it's cops versus robbers, you can't just have thirty two v thirty two. So cool. Did you ever play Dust? Um, no, but I own it. Dust 514 on the PlayStation. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I thought you meant. Well, there's two games I thought you might have meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dust 514. No, but that's Evil Light, uh, isn't it? Yeah, the Evil Light guys. And they were going to do World of Darkness online, you know, the Vampire Masquerade world, but. And they cancelled it recently. Apparently, the main reason why it got cancelled was because they ended up having to invest loads of money into Dust huh. 514. And from what I gather, Dust 514 was a complete failure. Oh dear. Because <laughs> they, 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 they're used to making MMOs, and they made a shooter, and they didn't know how to make a good shooter. Uh-huh. So, like, although the concept of, like, it was like a... It was kind of like Planet Side, where it was like a fully persistent shooter. Mm-hmm. Where you could, um... You could call people in the actual MMO to like do aerial bombardment, bombardment and things like that, so you interacted with the MMO. Okay. And it was a really cool idea in theory, but apparently the guns just felt crap. Okay. And that's obviously super, that's like the most important thing, it doesn't feel fun to shoot anything. That's a problem in a shooting game. You're not going to be able to beat the Battlefield and Call of Duty people in making shooters. No. Same thing with Versa, they're trying to make, what's it called? The shooter they made. Who? Bethesda, when you know, they made that shooter. Bethesda, um... Bethesda, yeah. You mean Fallout? What? Wait, what? No. no, I'm so confused. What am I talking about? <laughs> Fallout. Wait, uh, um... Blink Brink? Yeah, that was it. Brink. Brink was garbage. Yeah. 
People should not make FPSs anymore. There's enough people who are really good at it. Just leave them at it. <laughs> yeah. This looks cool. The only thing that's like really stupid about this is that in trying to stop this armed robbery, these police have basically destroyed half this city. <laughs> yeah. It's like one armoured van that they were robbing from, like, <laughs> holy crap. That's what you It's always true about most films as well. If the hero saves someone's life, everyone's happy, even if they've com completely destroyed all their possessions. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Man, this looks so much better than Payday. Yeah, I know. Especially because whoever owns these buildings will not care at all about whatever it is they stole because they're just running through random buildings. Yeah. So, like, if you woke up one day and went to work and you found all your windows being shot at. <laughs> <laughs> just. Oh, crap. Stupid police again. <laughs> Somebody robbed five pounds off an old woman and they destroyed my work. <laughs> What? How did he survive that? Pull this parachute. You have the right to remain silent. Yeah, I love Battlefield. That looks really cool, actually. Thank you. The team's been working really hard. Now, if you're a gamer like me, you don't want to watch games. You want to play games. Uh -huh. We're about to do something we've never done before. Mm -hmm. We're going to launch a beta of Battlefield Hardline today. Oh, fuck. My week just got ruined. Go to Battlefield.com to sign up for a chance to get into the closed beta of PC and PlayStation 4. Right, I'm... It's first, first come, first serve. To get Quick! I'm, I'm going, man. Boys from Sony to give you more details on a cool new way you can get into the beta on PlayStation 4. Hey Steve, game looks amazing. I've been a huge Battlefield fan for a long time. My brother and I used to play a lot of Battlefield Vietnam back in the day. So it's a huge honor to be like here. Like Adam boys. Our team at PlayStation could be more excited to bring you the hardline beta to PS4 today. Battlefield owners can simply turn on their console, highlight your copy of Battlefield 4, and then click on the live tile to download the hardline beta what? and play it in its 1080p That's insane. 60 FPS glory. Holy it's fuck. It's really easy. But you have to get quick because this uh, incredible console exclusive experience won't last long. <laughs> Thanks to you. Oh Thanks, my Adam. god, this is amazing.
We've got a work, a lot of work left to do over the next few months. So your feedback. <laughs> Everyone's saying the website's really down already. As we <laughs> I'm, I'm on. on October you got 1st. on. Yeah. Waiting for the beta to download. Check out Battlefield Hardline on Twitch right after the show. We have 32 Battlefield players live streaming the game. Wow, that's well cool. From a rooftop this in downtown genius. Los Angeles. Oh, that's awesome. They're playing on a roof. And right here at the shrine, we have 64 PlayStation 4s for you to play after the show. Okay, that was actually quite. That was quite a good thing that they just did there. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start E3 off right. For everyone at home on the rooftop and right here at the shrine, the Battlefield well, Online in. beta is live. Oh shit. Alright, let's play some games. That's our show, Liam. everybody. Thanks for watching and have a great E3. Oh man. Can't believe that. Quick. Fucking log in. <laughs> Can't log in fast enough, Jamie. Yeah, they didn't talk about Battlefront. They did right at the start, but like I said, it was just them oh. filming the people making the game. Faster! Oh, I don't, I'm not liking Twitch. I'm going to see if GameSpot is back. Twitch is really bad. Don't miss out on the year's ultimate gaming bundle, the Twitch E3 digital ticket. This collection of digital goods includes content from these renowned studios.